John Joseph. John Joseph is a pastor, teacher, and an evangelist of God's world. He's the father of Ragwest Chapel, a thriving church in the heart of Lagos, Nigeria. Be blessed as you listen to this message. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, we thank you because you have made us to see another month. We do not take it for granted. Thank you for the privilege. Thank you for the honor to be counted among the living. We do not take it for granted. Today, we have come to celebrate your faithfulness. We set today aside to remember that it is all about you, Lord. Everything we do Every thanksgiving, every praise, Father, let it ascend unto thee as a sweet smelling servant. Amen. Thank you for victory. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, before you are seated, if you are born in the month of July, please remain standing whilst others are seated. If you are born in the month of July, if you are born in the month of July, wow, put your hand together. July, the number seven, you should be jealous of number seven. Because a lot of good things in the Bible are signified by seven. Seven spirit of God is there. Seven days the Lord rested. So these are the ones that signify the season of rest. The seventh month. Father, thank you for this ones. Who are born and who were born in the month of July. We appreciate you, Lord, for making them see another season of their birthday. Lord, this will be a glorious season for them. This new birthday season will usher them to a new season of glory and power. They shall move from strength to strength. Renew your grace and glory upon their lives. Your joy will not turn to sorrow. May the Lord perfect all that concerns you. And may your thanksgiving multiply this season. In Jesus' wonderful name we are praying. Amen. I think you can do it by putting your hands together for them. Happy birthday to you all. Congratulations. You may please be seated. Wow. I said wow. Now, today is a special Sunday. And I know that God is glorifying himself. Uh, one of the things that is taking place today is raw. As you can see at the background, real anointed worship Sunday. So get ready for great praise celebration service in the second service more. Because what you have not seen before, or that which you have not praised God in that manner before, today is the day you will praise God like that. A lot has gone into preparing this wonderful meal for us in the second service. Don't miss it. Hallelujah. 
In this month of power and glory, great things are going to be taking place. Psalm 63 verse 2 says, To see thy power and thy glory, so as I've seen thee in the sanctuary. This month of July, you are going to see the power and the glory of God. Now, one thing is to see, another thing is to experience it. When you experience something, then you will talk about your experience. So, if the Bible only talked about seeing power and glory, then you may say, but what is the guarantee that I will experience it? So, Psalm 145, verse 11 says, They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power. This month of July, according to Psalm 145 verse 11, you shall speak of the glory of the kingdom of God and he will talk of the power of God in your life. So, say with me, I will see, I will speak of the glory of the Lord and talk about his power. Say that I will speak of the glory of the Lord and talk of his power in this month of July. Say because it is your voice, I will speak of the glory of God and talk of his power. In this month of July, say Lord, I just say, I will speak of the glory of God and talk of his power in this month of July. Shout yeah. That is practically going to be your portion this month. Amen. So everything you are going to experience this month will cause you to speak of the glory of God and talk of his power this month. So get ready, your talking is going to change. I said your talking this month is going to change. So I will talk of his power and speak of his glory. So get ready for it. Now, I will share briefly now on the purpose and power of praise. Understanding the purpose and the power of praise. Understanding the purpose and the power of praise. When I talk about purpose, purpose means aim. It means the goal. What is the goal of praise? What is the aim of praise? 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 16 says, Rejoice evermore. That moment rejoices in church. Rejoice evermore. Pray without season. Verse 18. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God. In Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4 verse 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. 
rejoice in the Lord occasionally. Rejoice in the Lord seasonally. Rejoice in the Lord when you feel good. But what does the Bible say? Rejoice in the Lord. How many times? How often? Say with me, always. And again, for emphasis, I say, rejoice. First Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 2. We give thanks to God always for you all. We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers. We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you always in our prayer. So you understand that praise, the purpose of praise Number one, the aim is that we should always rejoice always. Always. The word always. Constant. That is the aim of praise. To make you have an attitude of rejoicing. That's the purpose of praise. The purpose of praise is to make you have, develop the attitude of rejoicing always, of giving thanks in all things. That is the purpose of praise. It's the aim of praise, the aim of thanksgiving, remember, is to make you cultivate the habits, develop the attitude of rejoicing always. Giving thanks in all things, always. And I will throw more light as we go. Now, what is praise then? I know for us, we know what praise is. So, giving thanks to God for what he has done, right? Is that not what it is? When you say praise God, when you hear the word praise God, yes, he has done something, right? Good. But I want to go deeper in the definition of praise. Number one, praise is a way of life backed up in God's word. Praise is a way of life backed up in God's word. So praising God is not an event. Is a lifestyle. Praising God is not an event, but what? So praise is a way of life backed up by God's word. Number two, praise is not just a response for what God has done, but an active response for who he is. I will say it again. Praise is not just a response for what God has done, but an active response for who he is. It's not a response for what God has done, 
But that it's not just, yes, we use it to respond to what God has done. But what we are saying is that it's an active response for who God is. Number three about praise, I'm telling you what you should is praise is based on acceptance of the present as part of God's loving, perfect will for us. Praise is based on an acceptance of the present as part of God's loving will. Loving, perfect will. Loving, perfect will for us. Now, go to understand all that I'm saying in the jiffy, but just get ready. Number what now? Four. Praise is the expression of my delight in who God is. Praise is the expression of my delight in who God is. Now, what is it that I'm saying? Praise is not just my response for what God has done. Like I said, but is a celebration of who God is. That's a summary. So, what that means is that even if he has not done anything for me, I will still praise him. Because of who he is. The reason why the power of praise has been robbed off the life of most people is that we wait for him to do before we praise. It is not the doing that makes him great. He's already a great God. So even if he has not done anything for you, what you think here, in definition of your doing for you is, he has not changed. His greatness has not reduced. When I praise God, I am making a statement that I know who is in charge. It's my statement of saying who is in charge. Psalm 139 verse 14 says, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that my soul knows right well. Psalm 139, verse 14. Zechariah chapter 2, verse 8 says, For thus yet the Lord of hosts, after the glory that he sent me unto the nations, which for you? For he that touches you touches the apple of his eyes. Look at how God is. This is who you are. Fearfully and wonderfully made. The apple of his eyes. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 4. Then the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I know thee. And before thou camest forth out of thy, 
of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nation. Who is in charge of your life? Who are you? The apple of God's eyes. The word apple of my eyes. It means the most treasured thing at that moment. The only thing God treasured in life is you. He didn't treasure cow. All the cow can go. He didn't treasure. When I saw the cow can go, it made me remember the country we are in. But we tell God, the country that had this cow more than human being. But thank God our God is not like that. All the cow in the world can go. He treasures you more than anything. And awareness of your value is what makes you praise God. You know how valuable you are to him. That he does not joke with me at all. Now when you have this understanding, it will change your praise language. Because I'm about to ask a question. not joke with you. In Matthew 10 verse 29, he said, even the very air of your air are numbered. Even the very air of your air, he took out time to count them and number them, unless you say God is a liar. Do you know how precious you are? There's over 6,000 years that God created man. Even your fingerprints, nobody has the same thing with you. He tells you the detail he has placed concerning your life. You have what he called a unique DNA. Till today, no single human being has to the same. Even Taiwan Kende twins don't have the same fingerprints. Don't have the same movie. Their face may look alike, but still something. No matter how identical they are, something is different about them. He tells you how detailed God paid attention to your life. Oh, and you are still looking at me, you are not smiling. Is it not amazing? You that even that you that you think that you are not important, that even your fingerprint, your pupil, something unique, something unique. Is associated with your life. Look at your neighbor and say, I am unique. Now, having that understanding, then I want to ask a question then. What should we praise God for? What should we praise God for? For right, everything. Praise God for the good. Praise God for the bad. Praise God for the ugly. Now, this is where the definition of praise that I've been getting across to you says is now going to sink into you. Praise God for the things that appear to be bad in your life. Not just the one that is good. Why? If truly you are the apple of his eyes, if truly you believe 
that you are faithfully and wonderfully made. If truly you believe that even whilst you are in your mother's womb, the Alpha and the Omega has everything perfectly planned out to see that your life ends well and bring glory and honor to him. Then, whatever you go to, the first response should be, thank you, Lord. What are you saying? You are acknowledging that I am too precious for God not to know about whatever is happening in my life right now. You are acknowledging the fact that even this very one, before I was found from my, before my mother gave birth to me, God has the detail of this event in his hand. This is where the devil has triumphed in the life of so many Christians and robbed them of the blessings. Now, what I'm teaching is in the Bible. Let's go there. If it's not in the Bible, don't believe me. Abakok, or Abakuk, or Abakok, chapter 3, verse 17, or Abaen, whichever one. Although, look at it now, the fig tree shall not blossom. Look at it now. Shall not blossom. Neither shall fruit be in the vine. It's describing a gloomy situation. Fig tree represents the business that they do. That's the thing that generates the source of income for the farmer. The vine is where they press. Abba chapter 3 verse 17 now. The vine is where they press the fig tree to become wine. Look at it now. So he said, number one, the source of income, the fig tree, the thing that's supposed to generate the fruit, is not working. Now, it has now translated into another place where I am supposed to then, the vine is now empty. When you don't have a job, then now, no food at all. Do you understand what they say? Oh, I don't have it. My business is not going well. Now, I cannot pay my house rent. So, the source and the products, the source and the fruits. So, it's an evil though the fig tree do not close up. I've lost my job. My business is not going well. My husband has left me. My children is not behaving well. Things are not going well. Now, because of that, I cannot pay my house rent. My children are out of school. Uh, I cannot even eat. Look at it. Two things are happening here. Say, the vine, they said, the labor of the olive shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the store. In other words, he's talking about now, at this moment, when, when you don't have a job, people think you are lazy. Now, the herd, nobody wants to be your friend. They call for family pity, they, they even forget to call you. Because they realize that you have no contribution to make at all. Your friends are reduced. And look at everything turn around. You wake up in the morning, you don't even know what to do. You feel like not going to work anymore. You sit down in that place of work, no customer. All things are not working. Now, he said, in the midst of this, look at what he said, he's read one with it. Verse 18, everybody. Say, yet, yet I will begin to complain. I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Ha! You see, already is that now what is he rejoicing after? The fig tree is not blossoming. The vine is not bringing off its fruit. 
He has bills to pay. Everything is going upside down. He said, my response, natural response will be to begin to pray. God, give me breakthrough. Natural response will be to begin to cry. Natural response is be to begin to look for, to begin to think that the enemy has finished you. Nothing is working. I am not saying that it may not be true. But let me tell you, for a child of God, that is not should be your first response. Your first response, I will rejoice in the Lord. Why? I said, you acknowledge that you know this thing, God knows about it. The very ears of my head are what? They are numbered. He asked the detail of this event. So instead of panicking first, what will I do? I will rejoice. And look at this. Verse 19 says, The Lord God is my strength. And he will make my feet like ants' feet. He will make me to walk upon my high places. In other words, I know that whatever it is, Romans 8 verse 28, there is a God that brings turn around to it. I know things are not working, but God has not changed. I know things are not the way it's supposed to be, but my God is still on the throne. And I know it will make me, it will make me walk on my high places. How will it get me there? It does not need good things alone to make me walk on high places. Even the bad, it will use it as my stepping stone. Oh, somebody shout amen. Is somebody hearing me today? You see, this is where praise makes the difference. A man, his daughter, all of a sudden developed mental issue. And they had to lock her up. It was, and they had a different level of mental illness. But this one, when you, the people, the one of the highest or the worst is when the person becomes so violent wants to kill, wants to do this. So this girl got to that point. Anytime she sees she attacks people, bites people, do it. so she became a danger to the society. So they had to lock her up in the mental world. And in that mental world, those are the only kind of people you see there. Hopeless case. So they have serious security that they put in that place. Because even when you want to go and feed them, they can attack you. They don't their tail is just to attack. So you will know the kind of place they have put them. They even wear a, what they call a straight jacket for them. A straight jacket is a kind of jacket that when they wear, when they put their hand, then they will cross the hand like this. So the hand of the cloth of the garment does not end at the ankle level here or whatever. What, 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 is, it, is it the wrist level? It comes, the straight jacket will come out like this, very long. It's always longer, two times longer than their hand. Then they will now use that jacket to do their hand like this, cross their hand, then tie it to the back. They will tie it to the back. So they will not be able to move their hand. That is the only way. So if the straight jacket is not on them, the children, they cannot go and attend to them. The, the straight jacket must be on them because they don't want them to attack anybody. Now look at this poor situation. The father and the mother were Christians. Now they were in the church. For several years, do you know what they would have been doing? They fasted. They prayed. Everybody in church raised prayer altar for them. Nothing was happening. For several years, he said that, the father said, if anytime he goes there, 
Even a lot of those children, the people, the, their family members abandoned them there. Nobody is coming to look after them. Each time he's going there, we'll just be crying. And he will be blaming God. So he finally he became very bitter with God. One day, as he was driving there again, he looked up and said, What kind of God are you? Why will you allow this to happen to me? I paid my tithes, I paid my offering, everything, and he began to complain as usual. With tears whilst he was driving. Now, he said, when you get to that place, to even get to where the child is, will take about 30, 40 minutes. So, because of the security, different security, they, they are put there, levels, they are put there. He said, all of a sudden, as he got, as he was getting there, the Lord said to me, why don't you thank me that your child is who she is? Why don't you tell me that your child is having this mental issue? I said, get deep behind me. What kind of talk are you saying? I should thank you that my child is mad. What kind of talk is that? Thank you that my child is mad. Why should I thank you? And the Lord said to me, why don't you trust me that I am what I, in fact, I have, I can make something good out of this. Now, the natural response will be to wait until the child gets ill. Then to bring her to begin to tell. But God was telling me, thank me. Thank me that your child is mad. Said like, like, Lord, I, I serve a good God. My God cannot could not have allowed this. Blah blah blah. God said, Thank me that your child is mad. He refused. He began to hug him. He got to the place, began to sign, began to sign, and the Lord came to me. My son. I said, Thank me that your child is mad. That I'm in charge. Even in this situation that I, I know about it, that I'm in charge. Thank me that your child is who she is right now. That I, I gave you, I allowed this to happen. Thank me for it. He refused. He, he began to sign him, cross the first bar, the second bar. When he got to the final place where the child is, so he, he will have to sit, then they will be pressing the code. The child is on the other side. They can see, you can hear them, but you know, that's the last part. So finally, he said, well, I have nothing to lose. I have been doing all that I know to do for several years. So finally, with tears, you know that kind of all tears. Lord, I want to thank you that my child is mad. Thank you for my mad child. Thank you for this condition that my child is. I thank you because you are glorifying yourself in it. And he was crying as he was saying it. The moment he began to thank God for that mad child. I'm calling God. I'm thanking you for this mad child. Thank you because God. He said the next thing he heard was, where is my daddy? Because for seven years, the daughter does not recognize him. The daughter does not know anybody in the world. Anything he sees just to kill the thing. And the girl said, where is my daddy? What am I doing here? Daddy, where are you? You know? And he called the name. Anna! Secret. Isaiah chapter 61 
Verse 3. Everybody open to Isaiah 61. Verse 3. To appoint unto them the mourn in Zion. To give unto them, look at it, beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. The garments of what? Praise for the what? What is the name of that spirit? What is the name of that spirit? You can never defeat any problem with the spirit of heaviness. You can only defeat the devil by wearing the garment of praise. Both a military man and a policeman, they are the same. But their garment tells you who they are. Anyone that sees somebody wearing a military army uniform, something comes to your mind. When you see a police, something comes to your mind. When you see a vigilante, something comes to your mind. When you see last man, something comes to your mind. It tells you how you can approach them. You don't approach the one who is wearing military uniform to come and sweep your gutter, to come and control your traffic. But you expect the one wearing the last man uniform to control traffic. The garment of praise, the devil recognizes. The attack of the devil is to take away your garment of praise. Whenever something bad happens, and most of all, we remove that garment of praise and put on the spirit of evidence, and we then come before God with the spirit of evidence, it will not work that way. God can show you mercy by to his sovereignty, but how does he show? He said, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his court with praise. Psalm 37 verse 4 then says, he inhabits the praises of his people. So when God sees you wearing the garment of praise, you know, even when the situation is so bad, what you are saying is that, Lord, I cannot help myself. I know you can make, I can, you can help me. I know the situation is bad. I know you lost your job. I know you lost your marriage. I know you lost your health. I know you lost that child. I know things are not going the way you, it ought to go. But the only thing you have not done is that you complain, you cry, you murmur, you are not happy. But all these garments has not brought any solution. Why don't you start by, Lord, thank you that I lost my job. Do you know why? Because God says in his word, I, he makes all things beautiful in its time, number one. He said, for we know that all things work together for good. Maybe if you have not lost that job, you will not have met the people you are meeting. You will not have been doing some things today. You think that it is the devil thought that it's your downfall. But God says, even in the midst of joblessness, in the midst of this bad situation, in the midst of a broken marriage, the man has left you. Why don't you lift your voice and say, Thank you, Lord, that my husband left me? Thank you, Lord, that I'm not with my husband right now. Thank you, Lord, for my failed marriage. Thank you, Lord, for this man that is beating me. Then what are you? Why should you thank God for a man that is beating you? Because if you don't start with thanksgiving. It cannot end with praise. Now, my praise is not because I want... Now, another thing that happens is that people praise God 
because they want him to do. So just like prayer or supplication. So they, they think that in the, in the mind of most people, they, use, they call it the praise of supplication. In other words, I have prayed and prayed and I'm not getting answer. Now let me praise God so that he can move. That is not why you should praise God. You praise God because he has moved already even before you start praying. You praise God because you know that this thing that is happening, God knows about it and is in charge and is going to work it out for my good. It's not a good situation, but you are saying, I know that the, I am the apple of his eyes. He would not have allowed it to happen without knowing how to make it a way out of it. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? You did not get that admission to school and you are crying that all your mates have gone. Last year, just know this past week, a Unibank student, final year graduate. At the, he, after finishing his exam, he was celebrating. They wrote on his check. He posted it on Facebook. Oh, I have finished. That same night, people came and killed him. The same night, he finished his exam. People came and killed him. What if he, has, he, was, he, he, he had a covenant relationship with God and God delayed him in the house for two more years? Do you know you will not have been thankful? Your own child did not gain admission. You are thinking that, oh, God has forgotten him. Or you did not gain admission. And you have never thanked God, Lord, I thank you because I've been writing jam for two years and I've been failing. I may not understand why, even though I've studied very well, but I thank you for this jam that I failed. The first response should have been, oh, God, why me? Is that not what we do? The first response should have been, Lord, why? Why? You see, when you put on that garment, the devil asks you where he needs you. That is where he wants you to be. Because you are now focusing on the problem and not on God anymore. Praise makes you focus on God. And you are telling the devil, you cannot take my attention away from God. When you lost money, when you, maybe you lose your money, you are going to back and you lose money. The first thing will be to cry, to be unhappy. Is that not the case? But imagine you lose money and you look at it. My 10,000 naira is gone. And the devil is waiting. She will cry now. She will cry now. She will cry now. She's going to cry. She's going to cry. She's going to put her hand on her head. Look at it. She's going to put her hand on her head. Now, she will start calling the husband now. She will start weeping now. She will start saying, Mobile. She will start saying, Bamil. That is, the devil is already, the demons are waiting for your beat. The beat of sorrow. The beat of shame. The beat of disgrace. They know that that is what you will do right now. But all of a sudden, instead of saying, Mobile, you say, Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, that I lost it. Instead of saying, oh God, you say, praising the Lord. You see, the devil does not like that language of praise. It's the language of sorrow to him. Your praise is the devil's sorrow. Make him more sorrowful. When you are heavy, you are making him celebrate. Today, as we come to this raw Sunday, I am not here because God has done a lot of big things for me. I am here because I know that I have a father who cares for me. He will use the good. He will use the bad. He will use the ugly to glorify his name. Look back at some event of your life and you will see the hand of God there. That after all, he was working it out. Do you know that scripture we love to quote? Jeremiah 29 verse 11. I, for I know the thought he has towards me, thought of good and not of evil, 
to give me a future and an expected end. But do you know that that scripture, you've not gone to the background of that scripture. That scripture was a response to God telling them that even though I have sent you to Babylon, even though you have left your country to a land of slaves, I want you to know that even in the midst of these circumstances that look so bad and weird, I still know the thought I have towards you. They are thought of good, not of evil, to give you a future and expected end. He said, instead of crying and weeping, build house here. Start getting married. Be happy right now. Don't let the devil rob you. Jeremiah prophesied it. Shemaiah, a man said, no, this cannot be God. How can a God allow us to be moved from our country to this place? How can a God, a good God, allow people to carry us away as slavery? Jeremiah, Shemaiah said, no, this cannot be God. My God is a good God. And God said to Jeremiah, send a message to Shemaiah. He does not know who I am because he does not trust me. Even when things are not going the way he ought to go, he said he will never have a son again in his life. Because he thinks that God only works in good situations. Even the most ugliest situation, God is in it. God knows about this day of your life. Before it happens, he knows about it. God knows about the business that is not going. Before your business stops going well, he knows about it. He has already made a way of escape even before you are born. All you need to do, look at that situation again and tell the devil, I am taking the power away from you. I will stop crying. I will stop complaining. And you lift your hands in thanksgiving and say, Lord, I thank you that I don't have a business right now. I thank you for this marriage that is making me cry. Thank you for this man. Do you know what happens? When you do that, all of a sudden, not because you expect him to move, but because you believe he has moved already before that situation ever came to be. Do you know what you will see? You will start seeing turn around. Because now, he knows that this one knows me. That I can make worse become best. All of a sudden, you see, because now, by saying that you have engaged in, it will then inhabit that situation. You will become the Lord and King. You have stepped back and said, now see my salvation. See how I'm going to make it work. This month of July, this month of July, whatever the devil has thrown at you, the greatest regret he will have is that he made it happen to you. Because why God is going to turn it around for your good. Oh, put your hands together. Be happy right now. Glory be to God. You know what we are doing from tomorrow? Normally we have rise to glory six to seven. But for the next 30 days, we are having what we call the turnaround power of praise. The same time, six to seven. Why? I will be, we are having the service in church. And those of you who want to join online, join but I know that some of you will say you don't have data. Some of you say that you don't have this. Every day, we have been praying for a long time on Rise to Glory. We are dedicating the next 30 days. Every morning, thanking God, even for the bad situation. Thanking God for the thing that has made us cry. Thanking God for the thing that the devil thought he, we are, he has used to make us to be down on earth. Every morning, we will have 
have a service here. You can join online, join on Zoom, join on all the channels we are going to advertise. And you see us. Uh, people are not used to people who dance to start their day. But we will from, from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. We will praise God in one session. And another session you will hear me say, Now, lift up the ugly. Lift up the worst. Lift up the bad. Build them before the Lord. And begin to thank God for the things that you don't like. Thank Him. And let me see whether they will not expire within 30 days. Ah! Something is going to happen here. I said something is going to happen here. We are changing the formula. He knows about it. He is in charge. He never sleeps nor slumber. You are the apple of his eyes. Stand to your feet today. Lift your voice and just bless his name. This is what we have come to do today. Today is dedicated to celebrating this mighty God. Oh, we are wearing that garment of praise. We are saying no more crying. Everything now begins with thanksgiving. Oh, everything starts with thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord, is my first response. Praise the Lord is my first response. I may not like it, but I know I cannot solve it by myself. So I know that he knows about whatever. Everything that comes my way, he knows about it. Lift your voice. Bless the name of the Lord. Hey, Lord, I know you are in charge. I thank you because every detail of my life is written in the palm of your hands. I know. Thank him for some things we don't like right now. Thank him that you are not even married. Thank him for the broken relationship. Thank him for the broken business. Thank him for the money you have lost. Thank him for the things that you, the, the devil said, no, you cannot make the devil sad by lifting your voice and thanking him right now. Celebrate the great God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We want we worship Celebrate the great God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Oh, I thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We want for the days I do not have money. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the days I don't have anything to eat. Thank you, Lord, for the days I don't have. Thank you for the days I don't have food to eat or anything to drink. Thank you, Lord, for the days. Thank you for the things that have made me cry. Thank you, Lord, for the days I don't have. Because you are in it. Thank you. You are using them for your glory. Because you're using you are, I am too precious oh, for you to watch me die. Oh, I'm I thank you because I am the apple of your eyes. I thank you because oh, you that watches over me do not sleep nor slumber. Thank you there is nothing about my life that you don't know about. Oh, Lord, Lift your voice and thank him today. Thank you. Lord, I say thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I say thank you, Lord. Thank you. I say thank you, Lord. Oh man, abushanda da bada bada, lika pa ya abushanda le dia. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I say thank you. Lord, we return all the glory back to you. We return all the glory back to you. We return all the glory back. We praise you because of who you are. We worship you, Lord. We praise you. Great is your faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord. Lord, we say thank you. Lord, we say thank you. Lord, we say thank you. Great is your faithfulness. Lord, we say thank you. Lord, we say thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' wonderful name we are praised. Amen. Father, we have set today aside to celebrate a God that is totally in charge. Yes. Later we now know 
that you can, you can never outsmart our God. Yes. Even what you have thrown at us, in his hand, he will make it good. So Lord, we acknowledge your sovereignty over our lives. We know that the end of all things is that it will work together for our good. Amen. So it may not be good right now. It may not be what we want it to be right now. But today we lift our hands to say, thank you, Lord, for all things. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for all things. Thank you, Lord. And as we gather to celebrate you today, we are wiser now. Yes. All our matter begins with thanksgiving. Yes. We thank you because you are solving them. You, you have solved them before even the problem ever started. So we are walking in your victory. Yes. We are walking in your victory. Yes. We are walking in your glory. Yes. And no devil can rob us of it. Amen. Lift your hands and say, Lord, I, I love you. I love you. Regardless of my situation, I love you. I know you love me. Come and proclaim the love of God. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. 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 I accept all as your love. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Once again, we want to thank you for everything. We thank you because of who you are. You are a faithful God. You are a glorious God. Today, as we dance, as we sing, as we praise, we are not just celebrating what you have done. We are celebrating who you are. Yes. Who you are is far more important to us than what you have done. Even if we stand and you are doing nothing again for us, who you are is far bigger than anything you could ever do for us. We thank you because you are a faithful God. We return all the glory back to you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Put your hands together for Jesus. We hope you have been blessed by this message. For more information, please stop our website at www.rtc.ng. May God bless you.